It's lights out and away we go! What's up guys and girls and uh, welcome back to the GTUK F1 podcast. I'm joined by Alan. Hello. And David. Hey, hey, welcome to the Papaya Podcast, as I'm sure it's going to be for the next God knows how long. <laughs> well, you can't really call it Papaya because they weren't really full on Papaya. They were crow. <laughs> not sponsored. They are. <laughs> we're not. Not yet. Google, call us. <laughs> <sighs> so, British Grand Prix. Yep, one of Alan's favourites. Of course. Seems to be one of his favourite tracks, yeah. Well, it is. It's one of his favourite tracks. I know it's... It, it's... I well, love the very... I have a love-hate relationship with it because it's British, it's what it is, but by God, we don't have any good circuits. <laughs> but we do, but none that are up to F1 standards. Yeah, that's true. You know, why do why do all our circuits have to be old airfields and flat as feck? <laughs> I wouldn't call Brown's Hatch flat, but... Well, that's what I'm saying, but good-looking <laughs> good looking F1 guys around the Indy circuit. 14-second mm. laps. F2, maybe. <laughs> but that's going off topic. Um... Off topic, because I've never dreamed of such a thing. We don't do that sort of thing, do we? No. So, <laughs> obviously, there's no practice discussion, because me and David didn't really see it, and Alan did. So if Alan wants to fill it in practice sessions, he can do. I caught some of the practice sessions um, just in general. So, obviously, free practice to Leclerc didn't actually get out, I don't know if I'm right, because he had problems with his engine, an electrical problem. I think he might have got out 15 minutes before the end, but didn't really get any running. An, William... Italian, an Italian car had electrical trouble, I don't believe it. Yeah. Um, Williams looked really strong all weekend. Um, they were really pushing, and obviously... We know the engines aren't turned up for practice, but they were really pushing Red Bull. Um, that was really, there wasn't really anything that really stood out apart from what he, as I said, the Williams car, they bought in the upgrades on both cars now, which is fantastic, and they really sh shown what they are capable of doing. We're we'll getting to the point this season where you ignore first place and there's some really good battles going on. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, the problem is, the way I see it is Red Bull is slowing down. Everybody else is now catching up to them. It's probably true, and don't forget, it's, it's about now where we get the reset in... Um, CFD and... Wind tunnel time and, and everything, isn't it? So mm -hmm. this should be where we should see. If you don't forget, Red Bull, Red Bull have lost their... Uh, majority of their wind tunnel time yeah with obviously the cost cut breach it's obviously now's the sort of time that everybody's going to start bringing in their upgrades you know i think all upgrades will be on the car every single car by um seven volt you know and then after that it, there is no real upgrade on cars well there'll be minor tweaks minor yeah but a lot of attention at that point will turn towards 2024, won't it? As bad as that sounds. Yeah. Red Bull's already started. 
Of course they have, because let's be let's be honest, Max right now could afford to probably take a couple of races out and still cheaper. Commanding leads, so it's not surprising that he's going to be. Let's have an actual look at driver standings. Uh, it was a good weekend. It was an interesting one, should we say? Oh yeah, certainly. It, it, was, a, it was a good Grand Prix. I'm not going to lie. Let's say qualifying. Now I didn't see part of Q1 just through timings. What happened to Max? What do you mean? Something happened. Did he knock a front wing in the pit lane or something? Oh, he was. Yeah, <laughs> no, no. He was. He was turning out of his box, and the tire wasn't hadn't gripped properly, and basically got went into concrete wall and uh, slightly dragged it down the concrete wall a bit. Oh right, I see. I literally, I think I. When I finally got home to start watching, there was about a minute and a half left of Q1. Mm. So I missed it about so all of Q2, all of Q3. Yeah, no, he, uh, yeah, he had a meeting with the pit wall, apparently. <laughs> yeah. I say, obviously, it wasn't too bad because the car was able to continue. Well, yeah, they literally just pushed him straight back in, changed, pushed him back, changed his front wing, and set him out straight, straight away, sort of thing. Yeah. So it wasn't too bad. Um, obviously, was it Q1 or Q2 the red flag happened? It must have been Q1 because Q1. I, like, I don't remember seeing it. Um, so, obviously, having that, obviously, they only had, what, just over three minutes left? Um... So you can imagine what it was like out on track. Hmm. Oh, yeah. Was it Q1 or was it Q2? I thought it was Q1. It was Q1. Hmm. Because, um, was it Hulkenberg who stopped on track? Yeah. It so was. he actually made it into Q2. Um, but obviously... <laughs> couldn't continue because he Yeah. Casper recovered you out for the rest of the session. So, just quickly, Max is on 255 points as it stands. Perez is on 156. He's got four races in hand. <laughs> yeah. As near as damn it. He'd have to have four DNFs and Perez win on fastest lap all four. Yep. Just to catch him. Alonso's 137. No, he's made about 41. Hamilton's on 121, and then Sainz. Sainz is 83, George is 82, so it's quite tight between them two. Well, did you not hear the stat before the race? In his entire time at, Re at Mer, George has scored something like one less point than Hamilton. Yeah. yeah. <sighs> Hamilton, who gets my lucky plucker award for the weekend, but I'm sure we'll come on to that during the race. Oof. But qualifying was an interesting one. It was. Well, I must admit, I have no doubt it was. I know when Lando put that Q3 lap in. I think Red Bull was scared. And put it on pole. I was jumping up and then next thing Max comes around and just goes, ha no. Well, it wasn't that. It, the, the whole thing, like, I feel sorry for Bottas, kind of. But I'm thinking there's going to be serious words happening down at Alfa Romeo. 
Yeah, he had not enough fuel left or something, didn't he? Yeah. They couldn't get they couldn't get a fuel sample out of his car afterwards. That's why he got disqualified. It's like, hmm, okay. Who fueled that car? But because no, of that, nobody, nobody clearly. But because of that red flag, because there was obviously spots of rain leading up towards the end of Q1. Yeah. Because of that red flag, it wasn't just Russell's hair again, was it? No, it sort of dried the track out, which made it quicker. Yeah, but then downside is Perez was at the front of the queue waiting nine minutes. Yeah. Went out first and screwed it. Well, his tire—it wasn't that his tire. His tire temp just wasn't there for him, and that's what it was. Which, yeah, Perez isn't having the best form when it's coming to qualifying at the moment, at all. No, it's well. I think five in a row now. He's missed Q three. Um, let's have a I'm quick sure. check. Uh, qualifying. So yeah, he was in. Perez was in. Where was he at? No, Perez was out. Q one. Yeah. Yeah. Perez was out. Q one. There, he was out. Uh, he was he was out on Q2 I can't remember him saying it's all like five in a row that he has now missed hang on uh, he was he was out Q2 Canada so that's one two three Spain he was out Q2 again. And Basically, Monaco... he's been out of early qualifying exits that's left him with damage limitation in uh, five straight races. Yeah, Monaco he was out. Because obviously Imola didn't happen. Yeah. yeah, well, he's not reached Q3 in Monaco, Spain, Canada, Austria, and now Britain. Yeah. In a car which in the other driver's hands, he's walking away with the championship. Yeah. You know, even as somebody who likes Perez, that is difficult to defend. Oh, yeah. Yeah, because no, Perez did. Yeah, because in Miami, Perez stuck it Paul, because Max had that issue at Miami. Mm. But... We can't take our eyes or, or can't focus take a focus away from that McLaren. No, that's yeah. During free practice I will sit there and say it didn't look like they had pace. You know, they were mid pack, that sort of thing. But for some reason they managed to switch those tyres on. They managed to get enough heat in them and keep them there. And yeah. Um it was phenomenal. Well, like I said, that Norris, that Norris lap was absolutely amazing. I mean, you heard the crowd when he stuck... Oh, yeah. The, yeah. You heard the crowd when he stuck that on Paul, provisional Paul. Holy yeah. crap. It's just sad it was only for a fraction of a second. But what was... I mean, 
we'll talk about in a minute. It did him well not actually being on pole. Really? Well, you, you often win, you find that with Silverstone a lot where they actually get better starts from second place. Yeah. It seems to be a running theme with Silverstone. I think it's happening at an awful lot of circuits now. You know, those who are in second will actually get a better start. Mm. Mm. I mean, fair, fair play, and I, this is, I can't believe this is coming out of my mouth. Fair play to Piastri. P- as well, oh, for, oh, yeah, for that, putting it yeah. off in third. Yeah. He wasn't that far behind on Norris's time. Well, Piastri did Nor- 127.092. Yep. Norris did a 126.961. Uh, so there's not much time difference, in it? No, and then Max went and put a 126.720. But it just goes to show that that Red Bull just didn't have the same pace as what you would have seen at other tracks. Well, they oh, maybe maybe other know. cars have got closer. Well, like, well yeah. Like, 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 I said to you guys, you know, everybody's now catching the Red Bull. The Red Bull is still going to be strong. Oh, to, yeah. To a degree. But the other cars are now starting to catch up. Exactly. With these, with these upgrades going on, yes, no doubt Red Bull put upgrades on their cars at some point, but at the moment, with these upgrades going on in these other cars, it's showing that Red Bull are vulnerable to being caught. You know? Oh, yeah, definitely. Problem is, yet again, and I will say this, Ferrari have got the one-lap pace. You know, they've got one-lap pace of Ferrari. I mean, what, fourth and fifth? Qualifying, um, race pace, yeah, again, and that's the thing, they had a more more solid race than some of the previous ones, yeah. Like I say, I think in a lot of ways, what we're seeing it's another one of those situations we've mentioned before. I think the sheer jump that McLaren and to Williams to an extent have made. Probably even Merck to an extent of sort of jump. I mean, where did Aston Martin go? Exactly. Yeah. Well, when we were sat here saying, we think I could, see, I could see Alonso getting a win this season. Yeah. He's just dropped off. I mean, maybe Silverstone isn't suited for the Aston. I know that sounds weird considering how no, far no, Aston I, I, Martin I, is away from Silverstone. Yeah, it's only a quick stroll across the road. Um. Like you said, where was the where was the Aston? Aston's pace. It just they seem to have dropped. Like you say, Alonso ninth, qualified ninth, Stroll twelfth. Mm. You know the Alpine as well. You know Gasly drove the bloody nuts off that car, just scrape through. Yeah, Alfa Romeo have sort. I think one thing I think I would say we're seeing because more vehicles are going forwards, and unfortunately somebody has to be at the back. Yeah, Alpha Tauri yet again. But the thing is, though, that showed pretty strong um, pace in that in free practice. What? 
you have to parry. Yeah. Yeah. I said it just. <sighs> I don't know. Really honest, like, don't have an answer to. I don't think anybody does. They. I'd say Alpha Romeo's. Alpha Romeo, you go back to when Bottas first went to Alpha Romeo and they were. Top 10. Yeah. Pretty comfortably, you know. Bottas was sort of challenging around the back, challenging the factory Ferraris on some occasions. But this season, the Alfa Romeo, you know, Alfa, Alfa Tauri. He's obviously putting Alfa in the name, does not make it a fast car. They've just, <laughs> they just don't, don't seem to be anywhere. Well, no, I mean, considering you think Williams was always at the bottom of the pack. They're always yeah, at the bottom. But for the last couple of seasons, it's been Williams at the bottom, and it pretty consistently. Mm. At the moment, they're not bottom. No. Oh, it's Albon, modern sergeant, we have to say. It, it oh, is, yeah. It is Albon, modern sergeant, yeah. Yeah, Alpha Tower at the bottom with two points. Yeah. Alpha Romeo, nine. Haas, 11. Williams, 11. Now. Yeah, it's going to be a battle between Williams and Haas. Who's going to finish higher? Yeah. Now, Haas were the team last year. Another team last year seemed to make a massive jump forward. A, so a, lot of the, a lot of the teams, especially after the summer break, you know, they come out and they come out strong. Watch out for Mercedes. Yeah, they're, they're one of the teams that probably do it. They have a really mediocre first half, but the second half, they come out and they they come out phenomenal. Yeah. You know, and we've seen it with a lot of the lower teams. Has have done it. I mean, considering Albon scored six points in Canada, he then didn't have a good one at Austria, Austria, but yet delivered points. Yeah, like I said, he's he's sort of considering how he drove back when he was at Red Bull, he has really sort of come on. Hmm. That's it. I think that year out has done well. Yeah, maybe getting out from under the Red Bull stable. Well, yeah. he's, still, he's still got them as sponsors, but... Which is why I'm saying he'll never end up in the Merc, as much as right now he's probably the strongest Mercedes engine driver who isn't in the factory car. See, I've, I've heard rumours that a certain other Australian... Might end up getting stuck in Alpha Tauri. Which is what oh, I said. Weber. I, did, I, don't, I don't see what the benefit there is. I don't see the benefit of Danny Rick going in, into it. Because who, who are you going to get rid of? Because the, well, yeah. the only person that you would know that they would get rid of would be DeVries. Yeah, yeah that's They'll demote him to a reserve driver and stick Danny Rick in there, which is what I said last time. I just, like I said, I don't see... I don't see the point. Danny I've... Rick is never going to never going to be the future. And I don't mean that in a nasty way. No. No, but it'll give him points. But will it? 
<laughs> how bad that car is. If that car is as bad as what people are saying, no, it won't. But if Danny Rick can then start getting points for from it, what does that tell you about the drivers? I mean, I didn't like. I did not like the way that. I mean, this is. You know, I'm a McLaren fan, but I didn't like the way that they said about Oscar. You know, it being the right call, getting rid of Danny Rick and bringing Oscar in. Well, based on the performance this weekend, it certainly wasn't a terrible one. No, but... Especially when it's a fourth place in your rookie season, it's not to be complained at. But... Is he going to be able to keep it going? Oh, I'm Tom McHale. Hell, yeah, he's one of... I mean, let's be honest, we've got Hungary next, which is another circuit that I think runs similar to Silverstone in terms of its demands. And then we've got Spa, which is a... High pace, which is a fast pace circuit. That's if it doesn't rain. And let's be honest, the one thing the where the McLaren seems to be good now is the high speed stuff. I know it sounds silly when we talk about racing, but the high speed. I mean, still saying is a high speed track. Oh yeah, very much so, and that's what I'm saying. That obviously that. I mean, even pretty Hamilton was saying it. That McLaren's got speed. Yeah, Hamilton admitted that the McLaren had pace, and he couldn't, he couldn't, couldn't get him. Yeah, yeah, they managed to have the speed while actually running heavier downforce loads because they said their big advantage was through the S bends. Oh yeah. You know, if you're managing to pull that together, you're looking very good for some upcoming places like Spa, a car that can be quick and still make the corners. Yeah. Yeah. It's but... gonna be a. A difficult but, act to follow. Like I say, as long as it as long as it doesn't rain, we'll be fine. <laughs> that's not yeah, me that's... making a joke out of a bad situation. That's me actually being quite serious. Don't worry, I put my feather hat back in the cupboard. Because they won't. <laughs> I'm keeping the chicken alive. Yeah, I don't think we could do what we did last time where it finished under a safety car. Because they won't. If it rains, I can see I'm not doing the race if you know what I mean if it got that bad I can see him not racing oh, yeah. well they did that one year um, not long ago a few years ago though, didn't they yeah they oh, we had that one where they did like two laps under the safety car and called yeah. a race and that's which the... was a bit pathetic really but and that's where the half point crap came in that was 2021 yeah, yeah. and <sighs> We'll just we'll have we'll just have to keep an eye on what happens there with this. Because oh, yeah. nothing was ever said about whether you know drivers brought anything up in meetings and stuff like that. You didn't. Yeah, I, mean, I never heard anything. Yeah. But anyway, onto the race. Yeah. Onto the. <laughs> onto the grid. So. Welcome, Apex. Yeah. <laughs> Did you actually see the interview with Brad Pitt and Martin? Yes. No, no I didn't actually see it. I heard about it. It was actually really good. You had Brad Pitt pretty much pretty fanboying over Martin Brundle, which I found very entertaining. But it makes up for him snubbing him at fucking Miami. Well, was Brad Pitt one of the ones that He's, guy on Scarlet? Yeah, he snubbed him at Miami. Not... Not this year. 
Must have been last year, I think, because we've only had two Miamis. Yeah, last year's Miami, you snubbed him. He <laughs> snubbed oh, right. Martin. So it's a, it was a bit of... A bit... Uh, a bit like... Yeah, you've got to suffer that now, you bastard. <laughs> but it didn't look quite like a nice car, actually. It did. It looked better than some of the cars on the actual grid. Yeah. I mean, they've. I'd heard they'd had Bernie um, consulting for him. Which one? <laughs> He's not going to say it because he can't remember. The Irish one, the strategist woman. They were both Irish. Fuck <laughs> off. Where do you think Bernie Eccleston came from? It wasn't fucking Mordor. <laughs> Aston Martin's ex-strategist. Right, that one, right, okay. I could never remember her last name. Is it Collins? Someone like that, yeah. Um, yeah, she was um, brought in just to help them with how things should look in, the, in their garages. So, with monitors... Um, where things should be, what they should have on them, and everything like that. So they're getting that proper, true, it, authentic look. It does sound, from what I heard, like they're very much they're trying to be authentic, which is nice to see. Well, when you've got Hamilton on the the um... oh, right, he... he was sounding good till you said that. But he's a producer or something, isn't he? I know he is. Yeah. And it's only going out on Apple. For now. There'll be ways to watch it. There'll be ways to oh, watch yeah. it. Well, we've got, not, we'll that we, not, not that we can do those sort of thing, um, things, but there will be ways to watch it. Mm. We'll play a bit of Sea of Thieves. <laughs> and we'll find a way. <laughs> um, but cut, cut that bit out of the version we put on Apple Podcasts, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, not, obviously... I'm, I'm not paying $99 to go on Apple Podcasts. All right, in that case, then sod Apple will pirate it. <laughs> <laughs> but it, they are supposed to be going to um, a few more tracks anyway. Yeah, Monza is one. Abu Dhabi is one of them as well. Like the last race, of course, they're going to. Yeah. Um, so obviously, it's not going to be the last time we see it. Yeah. I think there's, I think there's a couple more. It's following more than we've named. It's also a very brave move to go recording these. I understand it's probably better for getting, making it feel more realistic, but to go and actually record it at races is brave because there is so much out of their control. Crowd. When they're doing that, you know what I mean? There's so much. Yeah. They even joined them for the... um... Parade, didn't they? Parade Parade and national anthems. National anthems. (laughs) It's like, you could see Perez chuckling <laughs> on a picture I've seen the picture you could see Perez chuckling oh I don't know I missed that one yeah because he's he, and Max is just not even looking at them <laughs> it's funny but I mean start the race I mean fair play to like you say fair play to get it as authentic as possible it definitely sounds to me like they're you know, paying attention to F1. They're not just using it as a as a platform. No, they're actually mm. trying to make it. They're just trying to appeal to the F1 fans. Yeah. Mm. Which you know, I'll always credit where credit you. If you're willing to come in and do that, you're definitely going to do all right. Uh, start of the race. Uh, 
I couldn't hear the commentators after turn one. Huh? Well, because of the crowd. Yeah. Yeah. Well, were you actually there or something? <laughs> I wish I was. I must admit, when Norris got, even I was, like I said, and I'll say now, I'll say the fast, I'm not a particular McLaren fan, but it was nice to see a, to see Norris lean to that first corner. Did feel good as a Brit. Oh, uh, yeah, oh. But, but, but when it went, as soon as Norris got the jump and I saw Piastri coming down the side, I thought, fucking hell, don't, 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 don't. So, you know, think... it's Max very much backed out. I think <laughs> but where him and Hamilton had the famous crash a couple of years ago, Cops. I think it was, yeah, I, yeah, I'm crap with corner names. And you saw Max think about it and then back off. Oh, yeah, yeah. he wasn't getting involved. Obviously realised it wasn't worth. No. I think if Piastri had gone to the left instead of to the right, he might have actually had a chance of getting... Um, yeah, just... as well, but it's just it's one of the things you automatically go to that side of the track, sort of thing. It's a typical thing, you know. Yeah. Yeah, but I was just um, I was just thinking to myself, don't wipe each other out for fuck's sake. You put a lot of hard work into that. <laughs> well, at one point, Norris had over a second on Max. Oh yeah, he got out of his DRS at one stage, didn't he? So. Yeah. But the McLaren, yeah, but the McLaren just seemed to be able to light the tyres up a bit quicker. Yeah, and that's they so worked well during qualifying. You know, they're able to switch those tyres on so well. Um, even I give Russell this due. You know, nobody was expecting those softs to last as long as they did. No. Oh no, that was it. I I at one point I was sat there watching it with other half, and I said they're at half race distance now, and Russell's still on them softs he started on. Yeah. That's going to be a massive wake up call to some of those other teams that the softs could be a viable option here. I think a lot. I think the original strategy was to go medium like, halves. Yeah, a lot said the softs were only good for like fourteen laps. Ten mm. laps, apparently. But what did he? He got near thirty out of them. Didn't he? <laughs> got quite a few out of them, you know. So he was looking after them quite well. Yet he was still quite punchy. Yeah. Mm. But even when Verstappen overtook Norris, you know, him, Norris, and Piastri, they had such a lead on the rest of the field. Hmm. I mean, yeah. if it weren't for that safety car, <sighs> you know, it could have been completely different, but we'll never that, know. That frigging safety car. That Hamilton, yeah. I'm sure Hamilton got fall in a sewage pit and come out with a gold bar. I'm serious. Oh, His tyres well, were shot towards the end. Yeah. It's well, just maybe... the way he managed to come. He somehow managed to be in just the perfect place. Yeah, well, to benefit, because yeah. poor Piastri lost out. Mm. The thing with that safety car was, it was originally a virtual. It was a VSC, and then it got put into a full. Then it got bumped up to a full, yeah. But it was under VSC for quite a while before they put it into the full. Now, when I saw it, I knew straight away that should be a full safety car, because of where it was. Yeah. And do you want to clarify what it was? A you, Yeah, literally. You are a flaming, a flaming hat. Mm. <laughs> Once again, a, Fer a Ferrari engine blowing up. Let's be honest; it's not the first time we've said that on this mm. podcast. You know, and it was just—it should have been a straightaway safety car 
possible red flag. I would never have said red flag because no. it was off the racing line, but it was definitely, I agree with you, full safety car. Yeah. yeah. Should never be a virtual. Well, I, I think they were hoping because the, the thing was, despite us being fairly well into the race, there wasn't a gigantic amount of field spread. No. Because nobody was a lap down yet. No. In fact, did anybody get lapped no. by the end? Nobody I... got lapped because they didn't have to unlap during the safety car. Yeah, but by the end of the race, I don't think anybody got lapped, did they? Or no. Few. So between 1st and 17th, with Sammy Cars finished, it was only 33 seconds. Yeah. Yes, I think what that I mean, what that boils down to on terms of track, there was probably quite a large gap hmm. where there was no cars. And I think the reason they didn't instantly, they just VSC'd it was they reckon with a slower pace to be able to just hopefully clear it. It wasn't until they realised they were going to have to get a Volvo FL6 on track. Yeah, until they had to get the truck out, a truck on track too. And obviously, nowadays, that is serious. No truck moves on track unless it's very controlled. Yeah. And that's why they brought the safety car in. Yeah. Who, by the way, should have a five-second penalty for track limits, but let's no, not go there. I'm going to say exactly the same. He didn't have <laughs> screw that out of that corner and... Uh... Well, we've said it before, that's a, that's a two tons. Oh, we know that. Like, luxury coupe, but yeah, yeah, he he was well and truly off the track coming out of the last corner. Yeah, because he, he was that far, he was that far wide, he only had to pay to get back in. I know, he, he definitely booking it around that corner, and it's like, hang on, why is he not getting track limits? Yeah, track limits for the Bylander. <laughs> that would have been funny if it, if it had actually happened. Now, the thing is, if I'd worked at the FA, I'd have done it just for shits and giggles, but... Yeah, you would have done. You would, wouldn't you? You'd throw someone like that up, just uh... <laughs> If nothing else, you'd get a great what-the-hell from the commentators when that message came up at the top of the screen. Yeah. <laughs> Don't go penalty. No, just... um, But, again, it was a good race, you know. The battle between Norris and Hamilton. After the safety car restart. <laughs> Norris yeah. was defending like crazy. Yeah, he was, but he managed to keep it. And that's what screwed Lewis over, was the fact that he, he because of that attacking that he'd done, he burnt his tyres out too quick. Burnt his rears out, didn't he? Yeah. Yeah, obviously the idea of putting the reclaiming on the hards, as odd as it looked at the time, well, yeah, everybody... did have some bonuses to it. Yeah, I'll admit, it was a bit of a... Because everybody else is going on softs, yet they went out on hard. It's just like, it's not... How's that going to... Yeah, but, but it worked. But Verstappen and Hamilton went out unused softs. They were scrubbed, you could tell. They weren't brand new. Yeah, but that's just taking life off them, so... Yeah, they were they were scrubbed tyres. I mean, okay, I know I've been under the virtual or, or main safety car. You're not going to wear them as down as much. No. We know that ourselves, but it's still going to affect them. Whereas we know the hards will obviously last them, sort of thing. Basically, at um, that point, the hards gave you flat out running till the end of the race. Yeah. Exactly Short of you locking did. up a badly flat spot in one or something silly, mm. you've got free, just free and go. Yeah. yeah. Qualifying laps till the end. I mean, Max did, really didn't get that far away in the end from Norris. No. I mean, you know, 
Land I know Lando got most of the vote for driver of the day. Oh yeah, he got driver of the day and he also McLaren also got the um fastest pit stop. I must admit I actually threw my vote to Piastri. I actually no, I bought I voted for Norris. I went for Piastri as well just because he was doing so well. Yeah, I thought as the as the new guy, rookie season, to only lose that one place. Yeah. I thought was fantastic. Don't get me wrong, I'm not complaining about Norris getting it. That's deserved as well. That he deserves it. But personally to me, Piastri's was almost that little bit more impressive because yeah. he's only in what, his eleventh Grand Prix? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, and if if it wasn't for the safety car and the way that fell, I think there's a very good chance he could have had third. He could have yeah. had third. You know, now I'm happy to see two Brits on the podium, but would I have been happier with a Brit and an Aussie? I could have, I could have lived with it, certainly. <laughs> well, that would be just Monza all over again, except that no shoeies. <laughs> you never know. Someone like you might have brought it back just for that. <laughs> but it was an interesting race. Silverstone always does bring that, you know, is there going to be rain? Isn't there? There was... There was a bit of rain, but not enough. There was a to... few spits and spats around one that never enough to cause mm. any issues. Yeah. You know, but... Did you see Again, the podium? Was... Yes, what, I did. Where, where they um, started the celebrations early. <laughs> that poor <laughs> woman. <laughs> she didn't know oh, to do. That was Norris. That was Norris who got her. So when they had the trophy, when Max finally got the trophy, Norris sprayed him and her at the same time, and you could see it in his face he was pissing himself, laughing. <laughs> she she had no clue what to do. It was like, right, I've got to do the photo, but I need to get out of you. <laughs> it's the fact that they they obviously didn't tell them. To wait. He, he to wait. He can get. He got wait for the the original trophy, all the normal trophies guy. Then when he give you another one. Yeah. Um. But yeah. It just made one of the entertaining podiums, then, didn't it? <laughs> but I they mean... they soaked Norris. Oh, I know he got soaked. But the. The cool... Did you see the cool-down room conversations? I didn't get a chance to hear the cool-down conversations. I didn't hear them overly. I think I was starting to mess around with something. It was quite... interesting. Hamilton seemed a bit more... chilled than... Like... I think for Hamilton, it just be relief one. Because let's be honest, I don't think he expected that going into that weekend. No. No. He, he sounded really down the last couple of races about the car. So I honestly think that he just was amazed when that come together how he did. I mean... But, I mean, you can't take nothing away from, obviously, Hamilton for doing as well as he did. Because, obviously, to get it third... It's not oh, the greatest you... of cars, you know. Fair play to him. And... You've, you've got to be there, and he's, he's getting the car. Him and Russell are probably out driving that car right now. Oh yeah. yeah. I mean, to me, it's just typical of Mercedes and Hamilton that somehow they can build an absolute shit show of a car and still be the third fastest car. Yeah. I mean, I'm <laughs> gonna say, you know, Perez, 
good recovery drive. Again. Yeah, finishing sixth. Seems to be his, well, he's always having to do that on a pretty regular basis. Mm. Alonso, seventh. And you know, like we say, Williams, fair play. Albon, eighth. Yeah. Got to give it to Albon, you know, getting eighth. And a car that had been so dominant over free practice mm. as well. Oh, yeah. You know, and that special livery was just phenomenal. Yeah, and that did look good. We'll give him that. Ferrari. Ferrari's probably the disappointment, but it's just it's Ferrari, and unfortunately, we've... Nine, you know, ninth and tenth. I'm sure we could put a regular segment in this podcast of what did Ferrari do this time? Yeah, did they do anything right this time? I don't think anything particularly wrong. I just don't think there was any particular brilliance from them, as bad as that sounds. Mm. You know, Logan Sargent, eleventh, Bottas, in twelfth. Hulkenberg. That's not twelve star bad because he started last because he got disqualified from quality. Yeah. yeah. Hulkenberg thirteenth. Stroll just seemed to drop down. Uh obviously Jure. Thank God he didn't have another They had just... redesigned I think I heard Crofty talk about it and he said they have redesigned those barriers. Yeah. <laughs> to avoid anything like that happening again. You know. um, and then, then obviously Yuki and Nick DeVries at the back. Yuki and DeVries at the back. Um, as I say, Alpha, as we said, Alpha Tauri quickly becoming just the last team. Yeah. Alpine, unfortunately, had a double DNF. And... Yeah, it was but... hydraulics for Alcon, wasn't it? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, either that or he still had penalties to serve from Austria. And <laughs> <laughs> says he got over all his penalties yet. Oh, he, he was. He was boarding on the territory that the McLarens were that year Alonso drove from, won it. <laughs> Do you remember that? Was it the first year of the Honda engines? Yes. Mm. Where if penalties carried race to race, Alonso would have ended up about three races behind everybody else. Yeah. <laughs> but all I will say about that McLaren livery this for Silverstone with that crime. Cast your mind back a few years. Silver McLaren, Vodafone no. written down the side. No, 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 even better. Force India. They were always pink, weren't they? No. Um, I think it was when they sort of first come into the business. I can only, oh, I can, oh, yeah, of course, they had like the orange, white and green. Oh yeah, yeah, black, black orange. <laughs> I'm looking at the picture in front of me here. Fair enough, I totally forgot about that. Oh yeah. 2016. Mm. Yeah, I mean, I wasn't sure what to really make of that McLaren livery. When I saw it in free practice, it didn't look great. But seeing it actually in the race itself and going around, it actually looked quite nice. Hmm. Obviously, having Norris with a chrome helmet on as well. Oh yeah, his helmet looked... His helmet was like the textures hadn't loaded. <laughs> you know, it was literally a chrome helmet with the chrome symbol on top. Hmm. Yeah, I still remember their joke at the start of the season about chrome wheels on an F1 car. Yeah. There's a picture of their wheels with the F with the chrome yeah. logo on. 
But it wasn't the start of the season. That was the, this weekend, wasn't it? No, they done that. They did that joke right at the start of the season. Oh, right. I don't know if you guys noticed with the McLaren on the sides. It's actually a LED screen that lights up every um, with chrome on it. Is there? Yes, it's an animated sort of style. Um, um, whether I'm drivers... amazing, I'm amazing, I'm amazing want that with the weight. Yeah. No, so it doesn't actually affect the weight. Um, but if you look at it, obviously from the top view, when you're looking down where the driver's sat, you've got the two, obviously the support bars, um, right near the um, driver's seat itself. They actually light up there, a bit flickers. I will try and see if I can get picture or something of it but yeah it actually flickers so you will see chrome will pop up and then it will mm. disappear and come back and things like that so it is quite nice and they've done it to allow any company that they want to advertise where are we talking i'm looking at a top-down view of the car i will drop i will drop the link to exactly what i'm looking at in our usual chat window then you can yeah. And we're all looking at the same picture. Probably makes it easier. You might have to scroll a couple of pictures to get to the top-down view. Uh, one second. So we're just having a quick look at this, and then we can... Wait, we're just, we're just clarifying this before we call Alan a bullshitter. <laughs> <laughs> right, if you look on picture number two... Hang on. Right. So which picture? Picture number two. Yeah, which is top down, which is the one I'm looking at. Yep. Oh, are you on the side? You mean on the side pods? Where you've got the chrome sing symbol. The two little white chrome symbols, sort of almost under the halo. Yep. It's around that sort of area that they have it. So oh, what they've done? What they've done is so any team that they obviously got sponsors, any of their sponsors, want to have it there. They can pay for it for there and it will flash up during the race. I never noticed that, but I think I'll be looking for in bloody Hungary. <laughs> I mean, will it be there? Is it there all the time, or was it just for that special? No, it's always there. Well, no, this picture we're looking at, mate, isn't that special? No, I know it's not. I've just never. It depends. Yeah, but it depends if they're going to do the on boards. With McLaren, that's the problem. Well, you can do if you're a Sky customer, not sponsored, you can do an onboard wherever you want, whenever you want. Yeah, no, but I don't have access to that feature, do I? So, I mean, anything you guys want to round out with before? Um, no, I think we've covered most of the point. Oh, do we want to? Do we want to? Talk about what I was talking about just off, just before yeah. I came online, or do we want to hold that till we've got more information? No, you can bring it up. Right, it's a news article that I'm trying to find it just to make sure I've got. Basically, the news article I saw in the week leading up to the race, where they were talking about testing using wheel covers, rain guards. Yep. Now, here we are. I've got a link from ESPN, which is about as trustworthy as I'm going to find at short notice. <laughs> <laughs> I 
<laughs> Thank you for the laugh there. <laughs> I will link you both just to... And I... I have this issue with this apparent idea. And my issue runs, basically... No, I don't want to run. I want to play the video. <laughs> Okay, that video doesn't actually even relate to the article in question. Um, to test rain guards. Now, my issue is, what's that going to do to the effect of the water? Because if what, because the way in F1, especially a wet weather tyre works, is it takes the water and fires it up into the air out from under the tyre. Which is where you get the massive rooster tails. There is also the debate where a lot of it comes from the aerodynamics, from the diffuser. But that's different. But if all that water's then getting fired up into this cover, which from the picture I just saw looks to be very tightly fitting and mm. very goes quite a bit of way round, then you're going to be... What's going to happen to that water? It's going to get trapped under there, and then what happens to it? It doesn't just despawn. Now, I could see a situation where cars end up aquaplaning because the water ends up getting forced back in front of the wheel again. Yeah. Because it's got nowhere else to go and it goes back under the tyre. And you're yeah. basically going to get a tyre waterboarding itself. Hmm. I mean, I'm I'm not a physicist. I'm not a, you know, water, water engineer. So maybe some, somebody listening who knows about this thing and says, no, David, you're talking bollocks. Please jump in the chat and let me see what I'm missing. Because I just see this as being a problem. I mean, I know cars have wheel covers, road cars, but number one, we generally ain't doing 200 miles an hour in those conditions. Mm. And in most cars, well, I mean, I'm a van driver, but let's not go there. <laughs> and number two, generally speaking, your wheel arches on cars are not that tight fitting. Yeah. You know, you've plenty of room. I mean, you see it yourself, even on the motorway behind a truck or something, and the amount of water they can displace in rain. Oh. Tell me about it. You know, and that's... I'm, like I said, I'm probably missing something obvious. But I just see a lot of potential problems with this idea. I think that's why they're only just doing it for a test phase, just to see what can actually happen and would it actually work. Well, it might... It might, it might not. You know, yeah. but we all sat there, you know, when the Halo came out. I think everybody was like, what the actual fuck is going on? Oh, was yeah, it... I'll fully admit I was one of them. I was. But I tell you what, it's proven itself. Oh, it did save two or three serious injuries. <laughs> the most, I think the most injury, I think the most spectacular crash we've seen that's actually saved somebody's life would actually be Grosjean. Um, Grosjean, Jao. Grosjean and, like, Guan Yu Zhou. Yeah. And even the Hamilton-Verstappen-Monza incident. Yeah. Where, yeah you know, Verstappen's yeah. rear wheel ended up in the cockpit. Mm. You know, I'm, I'm, yeah, I, I will hold my hands up. I was wrong there. But... I didn't like him when they came in, but I just... <clears throat> what little I understand about physics of, like, water mm. tells me that this is not a good idea. The proof will be in the test. Well, how are they going to... Because you can't guarantee a wet day to test it. What are they going to do? Spray the track? Yeah, they do. Yeah, they do. <laughs> so, 
Fair enough, I've had some. <laughs> so they did actually testing at Silverstone this week. Um, I mean, let's has he done it today? Judging by how the weather was around here, he'd have got somewhere where they're testing. Yeah, no, I think it's mid. Pretty down a couple of times today. Midweek, there's testing at Silverstone um, on the on tires, and some of it's actually wet weather testing, wet, right. wet, uh, wet driving. So what they actually do, there is no rain, obviously. They spray the track and soak the tracks to however they want, whatever tires they want to test, whether it's intermediates for wet. Oh, wet, yeah. You know, so that way they still can get the data. They're getting the slightly more controlled conditions. Yeah. No, no, it makes, that, that makes sense. I knew there'd be something like that, but I just, like I say, I just, I, I await these test results because they, I personally think it's going to be issues. Yeah. Well, we'll see. We'll see what happens. You know. Yeah. What happens after the test? Uh, no, I think all I'm going to say is fair play to McLaren. Let's hope they can keep it up. Mm. I think if they're now back in the fight, and you know, Zach, the... Zach, Zach Brown looked like he just won the Super Bowl after qualifying. Yeah. Doesn't make him start doing backflips across the mini garage. Question is, so if they ever get a first, will you get a new tattoo? Mm-hmm. It's also it'd be good for Norris who has come close now on two separate occasions. Yeah, I mean we all remember Sochi that year, mm. oh. where it was robbed from him, and I will say that it was robbed from him by the weather. Yeah. So. So basically, for anybody that can see the screen, we do the, obviously, Fantasy F1 League. Yeah. All I can say is Alan's knowledge of Silverstone clearly worked again. (laughs) Yeah, but he, he got well with Hamilton being up there, though, this time, didn't he? Yeah. And bugger you, you freaking you beat me again. I was starting to close you in and you pulled back out. Uh, I know. That's what I wanted. I didn't. Not that much in it between you two, though. No. 80 points. Yeah. That's what I mean, but I was hoping, you know what I mean? I was hoping to try and (laughs) increase my lead a little bit. Um, I was hoping to start clawing more back. And you didn't, though, did you? There's time yet, boy. I know, there's still time. It's 80 oh, points. Time I can overtake both of you, yet. Yeah. And which one? Which one did you win the? Uh, which one did you win that one with? Rough races. So where's that? Oh yeah, it's in third. Mm, okay. <laughs> we'll see. I've still got a while to go yet. Oh yeah, we'll see you. See what the points are. The, see what the points are like when we come to uh, when we come to the summer break. Aye. <laughs> we sit there twiddling our thumbs. Nah, we'll just have F1 content to uh, F1 content <laughs> and other stuff to keep us busy. Yeah, we'll find something to do. We always do. So, yeah, we're gonna round this one out. So, thank you to Alan and David for 
joining me. More than welcome. Thank you for having us. So don't forget, guys, that this comes out, obviously, if you're a regular listener, obviously it comes out on the Friday, and then uh, we'll, obviously, when the summer break happens, there will, won't be, obviously, any podcast. We might do some filler episodes, we're not sure, I'll speak to guys on that. But, yeah, don't forget to like and subscribe. Obviously, if you're watching the video version on YouTube, and... We shall see you next time. So until then. Adios, amigos. So long and thanks for all the fish. Goodbye for now.